Oh, Heavenly Father, right now I come before you and I give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. And right now, Lord, I pray that you will allow me to decrease so that you may increase. Anoint my lips of clay that I may be an oracle of God. Let nothing I say be of earthly wisdom, but be of everything of heaven and the spirit. I pray right now, Lord, that you will just come and have your way in this place. I pray right now, Holy Spirit, my friend, that you will begin to move and touch your people, that you will give them wisdom, that you will give them revelation, that you will, Lord, just give them an increase, Lord. I pray right now, Lord, let these not be my words, but your words. Let these words be fire and your people wood, and let them be consumed by it. And, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will expand their hearts. Thank you, Lord. Expand their hearts. Expand their territory in order to receive more, to receive more of you, to receive more from you. Lord, we love you. We adore you. Thank you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. On the presence of the company of the Holy Spirit. And my prayer partners in agreement said amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. You know, um... This is just a wonderful season. This really is a wonderful time to be a believer in Jesus Christ. And I know a lot of people are like, what are you talking about, Simba? There's so much stuff that's going on. I said, what you see as stuff going on, craziness and chaos, I see prophecy being fulfilled. I see everything that Jesus said that will happen is happening right before he comes back. So this is a wonderful time. You know, someone once said to me, you know, Simba, you were born in this season and in this time for a reason. See, when, see God could have placed my spirit in any era in time. He could have placed me in the medieval period. He could have placed me anywhere in time. But he decided to put me in this time, which is the greatest, which is about to be the greatest move of God that the world has ever seen. This is about to be where the glory, the latter rain glory that he talked about in Joel chapter 2 is about to hit the earth. So this is a wonderful time if you're in this time and in this season. That means God is trusting you with the last move before he comes back. When I really began to think about that and assess that, I said, wow, what an honor to be born in this generation, in this time. That God, you said, you know what, I need to save Simba for later. I need to save Zakara for later. I need to save Leon for later. I need to save Sonny for later. Does this have anything to do with what I'm preaching today? Yes, it does. But I just have to give honor to whom honor is due. I have to give honor not only to Jesus, but I have to give honor to all those who are born in this time. Because God had a plan and a purpose for you to be a part of the last move before he comes back. He wanted you to take part in the latter rain, which is going to be, imagine everything in the Bible that you read about, Moses, Joshua, Elijah, Ezekiel, all of them and all the glory that they walked in. And we're supposed to walk in something that's even greater than that. 
He chose this time for you to be here. And it's not a coincidence you being here today listening to me because this is what I consider divine appointments. Oh, Simba, it's just another Sunday. No, it's not. God ordains certain days. You have to understand God's timing and days. He says there are such things as divine appointments where I have a message where I want people personally to be here to receive it. Glory to God. That's why some people who normally it's a struggle to get here, it was easier to get here. Amen. Y'all missed that. That's why even those who might have technical difficulties on Facebook Live or anything, suddenly now it's easier to watch. We probably look like we in HD. Make sure you get my good side, though. That's, a, that's, that's the money shot. And I know it's like, Simba, when are you going to get to the preaching? In a way, I am. I have to tell you that this is important because if I tell you the title of this sermon, you're just going to be like, oh, well, Simba, that's a powerful sermon. No, it's a divine appointment. This is where you come to receive instructions and command of the Lord. And this is the title. If I had to give this a title, it's called Just Give Me Jesus. Just Give Me Jesus. Don't give me this. Don't give me that. Just give me Jesus. The Lord gave me that word. He gave me that word actually this morning. Because I was wondering, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? See, last time when I preached and I spoke to y'all, I told y'all about faith. I told you about the faith that overcomes everything. I told you that the different relationships and the different levels. I told you about what it means to be a friend. What it means to have these and, and to see where you are in that relationship. Well, now I'm going to take a step further. I guess you could say this is part two, but really it's not. But this is what it's about. It's just give me Jesus. Because there are a lot of people in the world. There are a lot of things that are going on in the world. Where everyone, the main thing that you will notice, the main thing that they're trying to take out is Jesus. The main thing that they're trying to take out is what Jesus said or what Jesus wants to do. They always seem to take out Jesus. See, Satan ain't got a problem with you going to church. He ain't got a problem with you singing, hooping, and hollering. He ain't got a problem if the Holy Spirit comes in and you start doing a praise dance. See, the enemy don't care about that. What the enemy cares about is if you encounter the presence and love of Jesus Christ. That's what he cares about. He cares about, are you going to hear the word of Jesus Christ? He cares about, are you going to look like Jesus Christ? He cares about if when you leave this place and the Holy Spirit is with you, will you continue to have encounters with Jesus? Will you continue to seek his face or is it just a Sunday thing? Will you read his word? Or are you just going to wait for a buzz on your phone to say, here's your word for today? <laughs> There's a reason why the, the son of perdition, the one who is going to rise up in after Jesus comes back, after the rapture, there's a reason why he's called the Antichrist. He's called the Antichrist because Satan is Antichrist. He's 
ain't, he ain't anti-religion. Heck, he ain't even anti-church. He's anti-Christ. He's anti-Jesus. So that is why the command of the Lord, he's telling his people, if you're listening, is saying no matter what the world tries to give you, you say to the world, you give me Jesus and I'll follow you. And if you can't give me Jesus, I'm going to go to the place which gives me him. Amen. The world cannot give you Jesus. So what can the world really offer you? Any teaching, anything that goes the opposite of Jesus or what Jesus taught, I want no part of it. If I go into a church and I don't hear some Jesus somewhere, I am leaving that church and I ain't coming back. If Jesus is not the focal point of your ministries, I will not be participating in your ministry. If Jesus is not the focal point of your household, don't worry about no uh, family gathering. Hey, we want you to come to our house. No, thank you. Because when I come in there, Jesus is going to come in. If Jesus ain't welcome there, I ain't welcome there. Y'all missed that. I hope you received it. I want you to go with me to John 14. See, I'm preaching. I didn't even give you, I didn't give you scriptures yet. But I needed to give you some background. All right. So, John 14. And I'm going to start that verse 20. At that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. 22, Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, which means not the traitor, said, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Look at what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not Keep it not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. All right, let me stop right there. Let me tell you what this means. Why this is a good time to be a Christian. Why I'm saying just give me Jesus. Because you have to understand is that the even look at what Judas is asking him. How are you going to reveal yourself to us and not the world? He said, hold on now. Don't misunderstand me. That's what that's basically what the Lord is saying to Judas. Don't misunderstand me. I will only reveal myself to those who what love me. I will only reveal myself to those who keyword. He said, loveth me. Those who have a desire, who want to know me, who want to hear me. I will reveal myself to them. But then he goes on later to tell his disciples after I reveal myself to you. You go and reveal me to the world. Y'all miss it. After I reveal myself to you, 
you go as my witnesses and you go and reveal me to the world. You, so that when people talk to you, there shall be no doubt in their minds that you are a Christian. There should be no doubt in anyone's mind by looking at your Facebook, by looking at your Instagram, by looking at your life. Hallelujah. They should say you're a believer in Jesus Christ. Not just that you talk like one, you look like one. What do I mean you look like one? You walk like you somebody. You walk like you have victory. You walk like you have a purpose and a destiny. I'm telling you the truth. It's okay saying mad right now. It's okay. We got multiple mics. Try to get all of them. <laughs> we'll worry about that later. I don't care about that. Still ain't going to stop me from preaching this word. Amen. You have to understand that Jesus... Wants to be your everything. Not your little bit. Not your sum. He wants to be your everything. Yes. Amen. That's the problem with the world. The world does not want you to have Jesus be your everything. Mm. I hope you are listening to this. See, the world will always say one thing. But if you don't know what Jesus said, you're going to go ahead and run with what you heard. You're going to go with what, with what the world says if you don't know what Jesus said. You know, thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of people talking about like the self-love movement. You know, you got to learn to love yourself. How can you love somebody if you can't love yourself? What teaching is that? That is not of the word of God. Love myself. No, no. In fact, that's the opposite of what Jesus said do. He said, love him above all else. He said, if you love your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, you love your husband, your wife, your children, even your own life more than me. You are not fit to be of me. You are not worthy to be a disciple of mine. Key word, he said, my disciple, my personal disciple. The kind, the kind of disciple that makes him keep this promise. I will reveal myself to you. That kind of promise. But the problem is that the world, and it sounds good, it sounds nice. Oh, you know, body positivity and all this other stuff. No, let me tell you the truth. If you learn to love Jesus first, he teaches you to love you. Yes, Amen. yes, yes. If you love Jesus, he teaches you to love you, teaches you to love your mother, your sister, your brother, your yes, cousin, your yes. aunt, your uncle, your husband, your wife. Why? Because he is the perfect example of that love. Amen. How in the world? No, the better question is, how can you show love if you don't know the one who invented it? Amen. 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 Talking about how can I love how can I love somebody and not love myself? No, fool. You must learn to love him. Yes. And yes, I know my mom doesn't like it when I say fool, but I'm going off of the Bible. The Bible says only a fool says that there is no God. And that's basically what you're saying. You're saying, I got to love myself because ain't no one else going to love me. No, the ruler of heaven and earth loves you beyond anything. Amen. How dare you take away what Jesus said? Jesus said, if nobody loves you, I do. Amen. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have what? Everlasting life. You You see how the world twists things? You see how the world makes you believe all this other nonsense? In fact, Jesus even said what? He who loveth him or tries to save his life will lose it. He who loses his life will what? Find it. You have to look. In fact, Jesus even told me this. He told me this face to face. He told me, he said, the reason why people are having a hard time finding themselves, especially believers, is because they are in me. So in order for them to find themselves, they have to find me first. See, Jesus is so amazing. Jesus is so wonderful because you have to understand this. His love for you is unwavering. There is nothing that you can do that will ever make him stop loving you. But the problem is, and this is the problem with the church now, is that they don't understand. It's not about making Jesus love you. He already does. There's nothing that you can do that can make him love you more or less. It's about how much do you love him? Isn't that what he said? He said, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that what? Loveth me. I hear so many people say, well, I love Jesus. No, you are a fan of Jesus. You don't love Jesus. There's a difference between loving Jesus and being a fan of his. Yes. I'm a fan of Stephen Curry. That don't mean I'm going to follow him everywhere he goes. And that don't mean I agree with everything that he says or does. I'm a fan of a lot of things. Okay? I'm just going to be real with you. I am currently a fan of the Miami Dolphins. As soon as they got Tua, I was back on that train. But the minute Tua gets hurt or something goes downhill, I'm out. It was like, are you a are you a true fan? Yes, I am, because fans only go with what they like. Amen. Amen. You only like certain things of Jesus. Amen. You only like certain things you want Jesus to do. You want Jesus to keep your life. You want him to preserve you. You want him to bless you. You want him to do this and do that. But you don't want a fellowship with him. For if you have a fellowship with him, then you will have to realize how much you really need him. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. I'm seeing Christians post stuff of, you know, post of Buddha and, and, and New Age teachings and all that other stuff. And all I'm saying to myself is, where is Jesus? Amen. Why the heck are you posting something Muhammad said? Why are you posting someone who is a liar who doesn't even recognize the Christ? You part of the Oprah fan club, Oprah book club, but she don't believe Jesus is the only way to God. So her teaching is askewed. I'm like, no, don't give me no sugar-coated ministry. Don't give me no progressive Christianity. In fact, don't even, you know, just call yourself progressive. Don't even call yourself call yourself progressive like the commercial. Join progressive. Don't even put Christianity in it. Just say you're progressive. Amen. And if people confuse you with the with, with the insurance company, rather you be confused with them than you be confused with one of us. I'm just going to be real with you. 
I'm just going to be real with you. Just call yourself progressive. Don't even put Christ in there. But I'm telling you the truth. Just give me Jesus. Yes, yes. I want Jesus. That's who I want. That's who the people are crying out for. That's what the earth is crying out for. They're saying, where is man? Where is the son of God? Where is his representatives who are supposed to come and conquer this world? Where is Jesus? The people coming to church, they don't want to hear no more sermons. They don't want to hear no more of, you know, be a good person, do this, do that. They want to hear Jesus. Yes, yes. They're tired of the religion. Give them Jesus. Stop telling them just think positive and everything will be all right. No, put your faith in the one who holds all things together. Yes, amen, amen. amen. I got anxiety, I got depression. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. Yes, yes. Make your request known to God. And Jesus backed up that saying by saying, ask anything in my name and I will do it. Shall be what given, seek ye shall find, knock and the door shall be open. Where in anywhere do you see Jesus saying, I'm just gonna keep hiding myself, I'm gonna keep making it complicated for my people to get to me? Mm. <laughs> All you have to do is accept and acknowledge who He is. Yes, all you gotta do is go with that feeling in your gut, that feeling in your stomach, that feeling in your heart. Deep down inside of you, everybody in this world wants to serve Jesus. Yes. Everybody wants to serve Jesus, believe it or not. Even the most hateful atheists and everything, there's a part of them deep, deep down that still wants to know who Jesus is, mm-hmm. that wants to serve him. Why? Because God put that in you. Amen. The creation wants to know its creator. Amen. But not every creation will pay the price to know the creator. Amen. Jesus said, no man can come to the Father except what? Through me. That's right. And God made it so that through Jesus, you have a right line to him. See, to me, that sounds better than having 100,000 different ways to get to God. Oh, y'all not listening to me. A lot of these people saying, even Oprah, yeah, I'm going to pick on Oprah a little bit, saying, like, Jesus can't be the only way to God. Well, why not? Because you said so? Who said so? By whose authority can you make that claim? Because you got a TV show? Well, it's my opinion. Your opinion don't mean deadly squat to me. In fact, even Paul said all the knowledge, and Paul was way smarter than Oprah. Paul was a lawyer, one of the top Pharisees. You have any idea how hard it is to memorize all the Old Testament? (laughs) Paul knew the law. He knew all the Old Testament. He was brought up in it since his youth. And yet he said, all the knowledge that I have obtained, I count it as dung for the excellency of knowing Jesus. 
He said, whatever you know, whatever you think, whatever you've been taught, whatever you believe, he said, I'll get rid of all of that just so that I can know Jesus. Why? Because everything is in him. I'm going to show you something. Go to Ephesians. What is this message really about? It is about you and the believers stop listening to every voice and listen to the masters. Stop going with what the world says. Stop going with what the world is bringing up. Stop going with... uh, Stop even going with whatever religious figure that you look up to or believe in. Stop looking to them. Don't even look to me. Look to Jesus. The author and finisher of your faith. The alpha and the omega. The beginning and the end. For do you not understand how much he loves you? Do you not understand... Some of the most amazing things, I tell you the truth. Some of you know my testimony. Some of you have heard a lot of the stuff that I've been through or what's happened to me. People ask me, why am I so on fire for Jesus? Why do I love Jesus so much? Why am I willing to go against everybody and everything just for Jesus? And this is my honest answer. Because he did everything to get to me. He was the only one during the darkest time of my life where not even my family could reach me. He was the only one who sucked his hand down in that pit and said, come up here. I got you. See, my love for Jesus, you have to understand. The ministry, I'm thankful for the ministry, but I'll gladly give this ministry up just to know him, just to have him. Because you have to understand, I wasn't always like this. I wasn't always like this. This is what happens when you decide to give yourself fully to Jesus. When you say, this is all of me. This is my hurt. This is my anger. This is my pain. This is my offense. This is my confusion. See, a lot of people think God only wants your good. No, he wants your good and your bad. He wants all of you. The religious teaching that only the good people go to church, you know. The jacked up and messed up people are supposed to go to the church. The people with the messed up past or whatever. Whatever pain that they're going through, this is where they come to get healed. Especially when you learn to give them Jesus. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, look at this. Blessed be the God. And Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Let me stop right there. What does it say? It says, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. In, in your Bible, does it say all? Does it, or does it say some? It says all, yes? So it says all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, in who? Christ. Christ. In Jesus himself. So when you become joined with Jesus Christ, when you accept Jesus into your life and into your heart, see, don't just bring Jesus into your life. Bring him into your heart. Thank you, Holy Spirit. A lot of people want Jesus just in their life. He doesn't just want your life. He wants your heart. 
He wants your mind. He wants you. So here it is. If you are in Christ, if you accept Jesus, then it says all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places are given to you. Because they were all given to who? Christ. Moving on. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Do you see that? See, this is where the church has messed up. It says you should be holy and blameless before God. That is not what he said. He said you're holy and blameless, but first, first, in love. You have to love the Lord first. Then he makes you holy and blameless before him. For he who loves the most is forgiven the most. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes. The one who loves the most is forgiven the most. Mm. God equates your love with forgiveness. And God equates your forgiveness with love. Mm. Just like he equates your belief in his word to righteousness and righteousness to belief. Do you see that? See, God is not complicated. But what happens is because people don't spend time in God's presence, you don't receive revelation. You just read the word and you say, okay, I need to be holy and blameless before God. But I sinned just a second ago, so I guess I'm not right with God. No, you have to be in love with Jesus first. When you fall in love with God. And you fall in love with his presence. See, a lot of people ask me, why do I love worshiping so much? Why do I love praising so much? It's because I love his presence. I love feeling his atmosphere. I love when I recognize his presence coming into the room. I just get lost in it. It's like, oh, my goodness, he's here. Oh, my goodness. It's like, come on now. Someone knows what I'm talking about. When you have a crush with someone and you're enamored with that person. And for for the ladies, it's when that smell good. When you walk by and it's that smell good, that aftershave. You're like, ooh, he's here. I recognize that aftershave. For gentlemen, you know when she got that perfume or when she got that s- certain kind of shampoo that smelled good in her hair. And she walked by. You're like, oh, she's here. I know exactly who that is. Where is she? It's the same way. I'm just like that with the Lord. When he comes into a place, I'm just like, I love his presence so much. I'm like, where is it? Where is he? Sometimes I can't help when I worship. I say, Lord, where are you? He says, I'm right here. And sometimes even as I'm singing, I'm just saying, I love you in my head. Lord, I love you so much. Because that's all he wants to hear. A lot of people say, what do I say to God when I go before him? Just tell him you love him. You'll be amazed how much when you say I love you actually means to him. Especially when you say it from your heart. There are times where I pray to him, I don't really have nothing to say. But all I can keep saying is, I love you. 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 I love you so much. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Lord, for letting me experience this. Even right now, I can't help but get overwhelmed and choked up about that. It's because his love, it's beyond anything I have ever encountered or can even imagine. 
It says, in love, he makes you what? Holy and without blame before him. And then having predestined us unto the adoption of children. Let me tell you something. There is nothing sweeter than feeling like you belong to something. There is nothing greater where you feel like you're accepted into something. That's what that adoption means. It means when you come to Jesus, you become adopted into the family of God. He says you're no longer a foreigner. You're no longer defined by your race, your culture. You're not defined by your past. You're not defined by anything. You're only found in him. You're only what he says you are. You're only what he imagines you to be. So I want you all just to listen to me. If you don't understand anything else, I want you to understand this. One of the coolest things I ever encountered with Jesus was when I saw that he didn't just love me, but that he liked me. What do I mean by that? One day I was worshiping, fellowshipping with the Lord. This is the last story, I promise. I was worshiping and fellowshipping with the Lord. I was spending time in his presence. And I heard him. He came into the room. I heard him. And he said these words to me. He said, you know what? I like you. He said, you got a good sense of humor. And it wasn't like when he said that, I knew exactly what he was talking about, the way he said it. You know when you hang out with someone and someone you don't really know, but you hear some things about them or whatever, you're like, you know what? I like that guy. I like that person. See, a lot of people know Jesus loves you. But for him to say, I like you, means that he likes spending time with you. He likes fellowshipping with you. He likes talking with you. That's why the Lord had me share this message. Give me Jesus. Don't give me a pill. Don't give me, I'm telling you, I had people try to put me on medication. I said, give me Jesus. Jesus delivered me. I said, people say, you might need to do this and this and this and this and this and all this other stuff. I said, no, give me Jesus. Jesus came and rearranged everything. Everything that is happening in my life right now, I could not have planned it or even imagined it. I tell you the truth. I'm a graduate of UVA. I didn't plan that. You can ask my parents. You can ask anybody who knew me. UVA was not on the plan. But it was in God's plan. Amen. See, I don't know what any of you are going through, and it's not for me to know. Truthfully, it's not that I don't care about your situation. I don't care about, you know, whatever it is. I'm just telling you, just ask for Jesus. Ask for Jesus. Jesus will be your therapist, your counselor. He'll be your doctor. He'll be your lawyer. He'll be whatever it is you need him to be. He will be that for you. And he will always be that for you. Because of what? Because he loves you. And if you love him, then believe him. And when he says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will send you another comforter. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Do you realize he said another comforter? Mm -hmm. 
So that means he must be the first one. Amen. Oh, y'all missed that. Amen. He said, I'm going to send you another comforter. He will take my place with you when I can't be there. But that's the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's connected to Jesus. So guess what? Instead of having one comforter, you have two. And then if you learn to listen to those two, then he introduces you to the Father, and the Father starts coming into your life. Come on, somebody. Because he said, who that loves me will be loved of my Father, and me and my Father will come and make our abode with you. We will live with you. We will fellowship with you. Where you go, we will go. Where you stay, we will stay. When you speak, we will back you. Come on now. Who is listening to this? Whatever situations the doctors say, if you come to us, we will answer it for you if you decide to listen to us instead of them come on somebody if you want us to be in your house separate a place for us and we will meet you there every time if you want to have fellowship with us then consider a part of your day as holy and say there is no other this time lord i arrange it just for you there is no one else who will take this time away from you yeah hallelujah amen Take your relationship with God to the next level. Stop waiting on Sunday to get your godly fix. (laughs) You are not a religious junkie. You are a believer in Jesus Christ. You are a Christian. And if that is your title, then learn to fall in love with the one who loves you. Glory. Hallelujah. Your first love. Glory. So no matter what happens, the election's coming up no matter what happens. No matter what happens, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Yes, give me Jesus. No matter what happens, I got fired today. Give me Jesus. I failed my test today. Give me Jesus. Yes. I received a bad report from the doctor. Give me Jesus. Yes, yes. Man, I'm drowning in debt. Give me Jesus. Yes. Come on now. Who is talking to me? My child ain't at the right. Lord, give me Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Glory. Glory. I got some grandparents. My grandbabies ain't at the right. Lord, give me Jesus. (laughs) My husband ain't at the right. Lord, give me Jesus. My wife ain't at the right. Lord, give me Jesus. My mother ain't at the right. Give me Jesus. Father ain't at the right. Give me Jesus. Boss ain't at the right. Give me Jesus. Yes, yes. Give me Jesus. Mm. Don't just give me him and himself, but give me what does he say. So right now, I'm going to pray for you. That's really all I had to say. I I hope you all learned something. I hope you all received something. I hope you take this seriously. When you leave here, don't just say, Simba, you preached a good message, powerful message. No, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, I'm going to apply this. I'm going to go. I'm going to start arranging a schedule or something where I set my time for Jesus. Even if it's 30 minutes, I'll give it to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, right now I give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. I thank you so much for all these wonderful people who are here. I thank you for all those who are listening. I thank you, Lord, for just 
all those that just have a desire and a hunger to hear from you. Right now, Lord, I can feel your hunger just stirring in the people. And I pray, Lord, that you will just get them out of that shell, get them out of that shell of fear, that shell of unworthiness, that shell of I'm afraid to come to him because I don't know what's going to happen. But, Lord, I pray that you will get them out of that spirit of fear, that spirit of unworthiness, that spirit of doubt, whatever spirit of shame. I come against it all right now in the name of of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you will get them out and that you will bring them into a wonderful fellowship with you, a wonderful communion with you. I pray that they will set apart time in their day and reserve it just for you and that you will just um, reveal yourself more to your people. I pray, Lord, that no matter what happens, especially here at ABC of Faith, we will always say, Lord Jesus, you belong here. We just want you. We just want your word. We just want your will. Just have your way with ABC of Faith International. Have your way with every member and everyone who is connected here and all those who are listening. I loose the kingdom of God into their lives. Whatever that's in disorder, I command it to come back in order in the name of Jesus. I loose the resurrection glory. I loose right now in the name of Jesus. I command right now every assignment or attack of the enemy it is canceled and dismantled i command right now in the name of jesus every demonic assignment that there will be confusion in the enemy's camp i pray no matter what happens around us that we are safe and secure in you and i pray lord thy kingdom come thy will be done in us as it is in heaven and in our lives lord you are worthy You are worthy of all honor, glory, and praise. It's in Jesus' name I do pray, while in the presence of the comfort of the Holy Spirit. For thine is the kingdom, power, and glory forever and ever. And my prayer partners in agreement said with me, amen. 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 Hi, Reverend Simba here. First, I want to personally say thank you for listening to the ABC of Faith International podcast. I pray that you enjoyed the message and I pray that it really blessed your life and really touched your heart and mind. You know, the Lord, when he started showing me um, the thing of ABC of Faith, he said, you know, show my people that like the ABCs, it's not easy, but it's simple. Once you know what to do and how to do it, it's actually rather simple. The word becomes rather simple. And that's really what it is. That's really what this ministry is all about, is to show you the ABCs of faith, to show you the the simplicity and really just the genius of God. You know, it's really amazing um, what the Lord does with the word of God. And so... I really want you to understand I'm not here to teach about a religion or anything like that. That is not, in fact, that's not even God's goal. God did not send Jesus to teach us religion, but to reconcile us back to him, to have a relationship with him. You know, a man once said religion is man's attempt to get to God. Jesus is God's attempt to get to man. Wow. Glory to God. That is so amazing, you know, and really... I tell you the truth, giving your life to Jesus, there is nothing like it. There is nothing better to have a relationship, a real relationship with Jesus is really the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. And so I just want, um, the Lord told me 
that to present an opportunity for people at the end if they want to receive the Lord Jesus to give them that opportunity and that's what I'm doing here and so I want if you want to know who the Lord Jesus is if you want to have a relationship with the Lord if you want to receive him into your heart and into your life then all I want you to do is to repeat after me say Lord Jesus I come before you and I say, Lord, I am sorry for my sins. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me. I ask you, Lord, to wash me in your blood and to make me white as snow. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you came to the earth, born of a virgin, that you died on the cross for my sins, and that you rose again on the third day with all power in your hand, and that you are seated at the right hand of the Father to be an intercessor for me. And that you are coming back again. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my mind. I receive you this day to be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you did that beautiful prayer, I just want to say welcome to the family of God. He loves you so much. And so right before I leave, I'm going to do a quick prayer for you. And then that will conclude this. Okay. I hope you are ready and I hope you are excited. Lord Jesus, I come before you and I give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. And right now, Lord, I pray for all those who are listening and all those who are here. I pray, Lord, that you will touch their hearts, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will just continue to move in a mighty way. I pray, Lord, that you will make yourself known to them. I pray right now. I loose right now the Holy Spirit right now into their lives. I pray, Lord, that you will just begin to reveal yourself in your word. I pray, Lord, that as they grow in their relationship with you, that that you will just continue to show them just more and more and more of you. Show them what it means to be a true believer in Jesus Christ and what it is to have a relationship with you. And Lord, I pray that you will just continue to work in their lives. I pray right now, I loose the kingdom of God into their lives right now. I bind and rebuke the kingdom of darkness. I bind and rebuke all lies, schemes, and plans of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus and by the finished work of the cross. And I pray that Lord, that as they continue to stay connected to this ministry, as they continue, Lord, to just continue to learn, Lord, that you will just continue just to have your way in their lives. Lord, we love you, adore you, thank you, and praise you. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. While in the present comfort of the Holy Spirit and my prayer partner's agreement said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of the Father, and communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Take care and be blessed. Mm-hmm.